This past week saw the passing of Dr Lowitcher O'Donoghue, a pioneering leader in Aboriginal advancement and the recognition of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander rights. She was 91. As a child, Lowitcher was removed from her family and raised in an institution in South Australia. She would become a trailblazer for First Nations women. Training as a nurse at the Royal Adelaide Hospital, being named a Companion of the Order of Australia and going on to address the UN General Assembly. She was also the inaugural chairperson of ATSIC, the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Commission, from 1990 to 1996. She would be named Australian of the Year in 1984 and would go on to work alongside Prime Minister Paul Keating as a lead negotiator on the Native Title Act after the 1992 Mabo decision. In 2003, she sat down with Rhoda Roberts on our sister program, Away. Well, look, I am in retirement, uh, but what I'm saying is that I'd prefer to wear out rather than rust out, and there's so (laughs) much to be done. Uh, And um, until, in fact, we get some young people coming up who are prepared uh, to actually take on the speaking engagements, which I'm doing for the most part now. Uh, and when I suggest to the organisations that want me to travel to their part of the country to speak and so on, I try and recommend somebody I know who is either a teacher or a doctor or a nurse or um, an academic and yeah. so on to actually pick up the causes that I've been uh, espousing for so long. And yet the problem is, I think, they don't have a profile until they get a profile. So they really have to come out in the first instance where the rubber hits the road, uh, do some things at community level. And I'd just really like to think that they were the people who are going to be doing it in the future. And very soon too, because I'm, you know, I'm tired in terms of the... Um, the travelling and so on. But um, I still uh, am able, uh, with a good night's sleep, to spring back the next day. And I think I'm actually doing it as well as I have done it in the past. Uh, but I would like to see others step up and take over some of the um, uh, the things that I'm doing. I never aspired to leadership uh, leadership came finally as a um, as a result of having been involved at the grassroots level, coming through the the regional level to the state level to the national level and so on. And I think that that really is the only way to do it. Speaking of that grassroots level, um, this week in particular, of course, the issues that have occurred when we've seen it the writing on the wall for several years, I guess, about ATSIC and, and what's happening there. And, of course, you virtually were one of the founders of ATSIC in a way. You engineered a lot of that consultancy in the very early days. How does that make you feel when you, you know, reflect over the last decade? Well, look, it's really sad. It really is sad. But many of the problems were there when I was there. Uh, and I felt all the time like I was, like as if I was you know, having to counsel people all the time and keep people on the straight and narrow and so on, and I'd rather not to have done that. And so the problems have been there right from the beginning. Um, They've continued to be there. Uh, But um, I think at um, 
at the level of chairman, of course, you really do have to cut yourself off. I mean, you really have no friends. You're just on your own. You have to cut yourself off. I, I noticed a, a, a few weeks ago... Noel Pearson was actually talking about that very issue and saying, as Aboriginal people, you know, the Liberal government is in power, they're not going to go away. And so perhaps we need to look a little bit further down the road and start actually working with the Howard government in a much more proactive rather than a reactive way. Well, that's true. But, of course, you're speaking to somebody who's been, who is and continues to be a very strong critic uh, of the Howard government uh, and their policies, and I'll still continue to do that. But one example of the fact that I have been able to work with both sides uh, of politics in the past um, is the matter of the domestic violence um, and uh, child sexual abuse roundtable. And I'm involved now with the um, as one of the four Aboriginal leaders who's working with the bureaucrats to prepare the document for the Prime Minister to tote to COAG. Now, I did say at the time, why me? Because I had been sidelined, have been sidelined ever since I left ATSIC from government committees. Um, and um, But I did say to the, to the Prime Minister that this issue is bigger than him and bigger than me and that I am prepared to work with him on it but I'm not prepared in a way to let him have his own way completely in relation to the fact that we don't, in fact, um, advise government that many of our problems in our communities are a result of history. That's the late Dr Lowitcho O'Donoghue, who passed away this week, aged 91. Minister for Indigenous Australians Linda Burney described her as a truly extraordinary leader who dedicated her life to improving the lives of Indigenous Australians. In 2010, the Lowitcho Institute, which is dedicated to improving Indigenous health outcomes, was named in her honour. She will be deeply missed, but her legacy will live on. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.